So it's going to be an interesting year if you want to work for a winery. Yes, you can have a gig. I know. Amazing. It's going to pay you $10,000 a month. And you get to live rent-free in Sonoma, California. I know. Uh, This month, Murphy Good, G-O-O-D-E Winery, announced a one-year position with its team in Sonoma. You get to move to California, and you're going to live there rent-free, and you're going to get $10,000 a month salary. If words like Cabernet, Rosé, and Chardonnay just roll off your tongue, then you are perfect for the position. The new hire should be ready to pursue their passion. (laughs) Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Your work, work duties are intentionally vast, allowing the new hire to figure out which aspects of winemaking they're interested in. Shadowing winemaker Dave Ruddy Jr., the son of one of the company's founders, is a part of his exploratory process. Man, and then you'll be able to define your passion and carve out your place in the wine world. <laughs> okay, I like it. Now, the application, open to those 21 years or older you're authorized to work in the united states you need to uh, create a video resume explaining why you believe this is your dream job the company will evaluate applications on role value creativity and design applicable experience and skill set you can apply now through june 30th and the job will roughly i wouldn't want you to have a hard start date begin in september and they're gonna throw in like 30 cases of wine for you as well so good luck god bless and if remember if cabernet rose and chardonnay roll off your tongue then this one year position 10 grand a month free living and free wine And free training in the wine business is for you in Sonoma, California. I mean, that's a good gig. That's not a bad gig. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So we're told now from a former intelligence chief that quite a few more UFOs detected than the public knows. Really? All right. Uh, We're told that uh, reports of unidentified aerial phenomena already in the public eye are only part of the picture. Wow. And I mean, really, you know that's true because they're trying to get here so that they can have some Brooker's ice cream. You know that. I mean, I know that. I know that's why why people from other planets come here they come here to get brooker's founding flavors ice cream duh i mean sure the ice cream is uh not made by commies but you know the the aliens don't care really and sure (laughs) it's uh you know has a historical twist from uh you know our find founding fathers sure that's cool i'm sure the aliens are good with it no problem They're fine. Whatever. They're fine. They're just landing here to get Brooker's ice cream. Well, if you feel like, well, hey, if the aliens can get Brooker's, how come I can't? Well, you can. 
You can. Brooker's Founding Flavors Ice Cream delivers the ice cream you love with a historical twist, and they deliver it right to your home. Go to brookersicecream.com. During the month of March, try out the Guns of Boston flavor. It has chunks of Little Debbie oatmeal cream pie in it. (laughs) So good. Combining uh, a couple of the best things uh, in the world. Ice cream and Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies. I know. And And it celebrates evacuation day when the British were forced out of Boston during the Revolutionary War. So, I mean, that's that's pretty cool and of course i mean we had saint patrick's day this month so you've got to celebrate that and they have the magically delicious oh can i do that yes i can because it is magically freaking delicious it's ice cream it has mint and it is ice cream because we're talking about brooker's founding flavors ice cream mint oreo cookies and cream chocolate chip brownies and andy's mints all blended into one (laughs) (laughs) one illustrious amount of ice cream i just uh, so good uh you're gonna find these flavors and a whole lot more at the website i told you about earlier brookersicecream.com duh even the aliens are aware of brookers ice cream that's what they're coming here for brookersicecream.com click on the ship nationwide tab have your order it delivers right to your door and it's ice cold when it arrives at your front door it is a wonderful thing brookersicecream.com click on that ship nationwide tab brookersicecream.com and you go to the website and you click on ice cream and you go down the list of of all the ice creams that they have and it's just so good everyone you read and you go oh i bet you that's good i know that's good i've had that I know that's good. I've had that. I know that's good. Ooh, I bet you that's good. Let me try that one. I mean, it's just amazing. Brookersicecream.com. Uh, worth every every penny. I mean, you buy that stuff from those other places, and you realize a side-by-side, oh, my gosh. There's no comparison at all. Brookers blows them out of the water. Brookersicecream.com or out of the ice cream package brookersicecream.com click on that ship nationwide tab get it delivered right to your house brookersicecream.com click on that ship nationwide tab for those of you listening live to the podcast today on uh, the 22nd of march 2021 i filled in for steve dace today on his show on blaze television and blaze radio network and i meant to talk about this story it just it just really i really struggle with this the georgia church the headline is Georgia Church disowns suspect says he betrayed faith. Well, yeah, no question he did. But I mean, the church that he attended, and and of course the story by ABC, the church attended by the white man charged with killing eight people. I'm surprised they don't say eight Asian Americans at three Atlanta area massage businesses, most most of them women of Asian descent. Oh, so they all weren't. That's why. Has condemned the shootings and says they run contrary to the gospel and the church's teachings. Yeah, no kidding. Now, they say that the uh, uh, Crabapple First Baptist Church in Milton, Georgia, announced in a statement that it plans to remove the 21-year-old from its membership because it can no longer affirm that he is truly a regenerate believer in Jesus Christ. Well, what about forgiveness and redemption? Have you gone to talk to your parishioner? Have you met with him 
and helped him realize the error of his ways. Now, the church, I'm sure, is taking a beating. They said that they shut down their social media accounts and made their website private uh, because they were, you know, they wanted to protect the safety of a, of the congregation. No doubt about that. I, I believe that. And uh, I'm sure that the people who, uh, you know, are all about uh, wound up at the church, they are not uh, they are not of the right persuasion. I'll tell you that. But it just drives me in crazy that why I know I they watched him grow up and they watched him ex, be accepted into the church and he made his profession to the faith of Jesus Christ and now I know that what he did was absolutely you know contradicted all of his confessions of faith I get that but aren't you supposed to forgive and go to him and help him not just eh you did a bad thing so get out yeah i know yeah we're all yeah we all got sins get out of here but yours your sin oh man your sin is the worst well i mean actually it is but i just i just really struggle with not i mean it doesn't say to me that this church is a church of real faith if they're kicking somebody out instead of, you know, trying to reach out. And maybe they are. Maybe they are. Maybe, you know what, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they are trying to reach out and he's telling them, get away from me. He's telling them, I don't want anything to do with you. So they're just going to take him off the rolls and say, good luck, God bless. But nowhere in the story did it say, hey, we're going to pray for you. And, you know, it says they're going to pray for the families. And they're going to pray for the victims but uh, nowhere did it say uh you know hey we're gonna pray for him it said he alone is responsible for his evil actions yeah no doubt but how about you pray for him how about you go to him and ask talk to him and make him see the air of his ways and you know give people that's the whole point you pay for your sins but there is an opportunity for redemption right Supposed to be. Supposed to be. But you know what? What do I know? What do I know? I do know that I went down a uh, wormhole or a rabbit hole or what I like to call, a, you know, here on Chewing the Fat, a fat hole uh, this weekend. You know, after the Biden tripping stuff, and I'm not, I'm not trying to get too overly political, but because I try to veer away from it here on Chewing the Fat, you know that if, if you're a regular listener and a subscriber to, uh, to this program. But uh, so Biden falls going up the stairs of Air Force One and it looked bad. It looked really bad. I mean, he he tripped twice and actually fell the third time or, you know, you can just call it he fell, you know, three times in and it looked bad. And you watch him walking up up to the steps and he's still got a little bit of a limp from where he fell playing with his dog out of the shower Uh but uh you know and of course they make the big deal of well obama slipped and pence slipped and trump couldn't barely walk down a ramp and he had toilet paper on his shoe and gerald ford uh, uh tripped and then in one month as i as i see the video of gerald ford uh tripping uh in austria i think uh, and it was bad. I mean, he was if he was not as close to the bottom of the stairs as he was, 
he may have gone down even farther same with obama uh obama caught himself i mean he obama was a lot younger and more agile at the time but man that slip on the air force one steps was you know the heel slipped out and had he not caught himself man it could have been disastrous but it wasn't so you know we're thankful for that no really we are and uh but gerald ford took that tumble and he went down it went down hard and you know he was close to the bottom so you know he popped back up and he was on the ground which you know really saved him had he been up higher i mean he would have gone it would have been another disaster fall and i mean they made fun of him forever and chevy chase made a you know made his career out of you know pratt falls being gerald ford but in that story it talked about how uh gerald ford had two assassination attempts on his life so it was a bad month for him and i thought wow gerald ford was two assassination attempts and then reagan uh had an assassination attempt i mean reagan got shot from uh hinckley and uh i mean it was a lot worse than what they say i mean he's a 70 year old guy not 78 by the way that this president is and he got shot you know in the lung and he walked into the hospital and told his you know the reports are he told uh, nancy he forgot to duck i mean i don't know that that's true but it's funny and uh you know i mean it was a lot worse off than they thought originally but i mean he came through and flew with flying colors right so uh but the assassination attempts on ford really i was like wow i i I didn't remember that you know two of them and one of them was from this squeaky from who was part of uh part of the 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 party (laughs) you know the party that was going on with charlie manson yeah you know the manson family ah that's fine don't worry about it yeah and uh she uh attempted to assassinate ford and she was sentenced to life in prison and i was thinking you know i read i seem to remember reading where manson had uh you know people were disappearing in the desert more than what they talked about and it talked about squeaky not being a part of the tate the bianca murders and uh then i remember oh yeah it was her book it was her book because she got out on parole in 2009 after serving 34 years in prison and you know good i mean she attempted to kill the president of the united states hello but she got i mean they sentenced her to life in prison for that for attempted murder so the president life and they let her out in 34 years now and she published a book on her life a couple years ago and that's where i remember reading we've got to talk to her she's like 72 now she's in her 70s we should try to talk to her here on chewing the fat because now she's at the age where it doesn't matter and we're gonna we're gonna find out some stuff that maybe we didn't even know that she didn't even put in the book right if we i'm gonna reach out and try to talk to squeaky because i know that she's a little uh you know and she said all along that she was still in love with with manson and so okay all right no problem and uh she was still in love with them and then we heard the story of the led zeppelin concert uh where she tried to get to jimmy page i mean she may have tried to kill him if she would have gotten close enough i don't know she said she had to get a hold of him according to the manager and stuff and he never got the message she ended up writing him a letter and then uh the manager said he burned it but uh the manager uh 
Goldberg said that uh, after he saw a few days later, it was about a week later, she tried to kill President Ford, and he was like, hey, that's the crazy chick that tried to get me and give you a letter. <laughs> so, I mean, we got to try to talk to Squeaky Frog. I've got to reach out, man. We have to talk to her. She's she's living up in the Northeast, and uh, I think that's where she lives now, up in the Northeast. And we have got to uh, try to reach out to her and see how life is going, uh, how it's changed after 30. Can you imagine? And we talk a lot about being in prison a long time. We talk about the death penalty. And I know the Supreme Court is going to revisit the death penalty again for, uh, you know, the, the Trump suit on the death penalty because this administration does not want those federal death penalties at all. And, um, and the Supreme Court is going to, you know, revisit whether, you know, the legality of it and, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. And, we, and I'll get into that at some other later point. But uh, can you imagine 34 years in prison from 1975 until 2009? Okay, so think of what's happened between 2009 and 2018, right? I mean, in that in that time frame, it's been two or th- at least a couple of lifetimes for people. For me, it has been since 2009. It's been at least two or three lifetimes, two or three different lives that of things that have happened in my life. It's incredible. So between 1975. And 2009, the changes in the world, and you were in prison. Oh my gosh, she'll be a fascinating interview. I got to talk to Squeaky. Anyway, that's the <laughs> little bit of the fat hole that I was down. Welcome to the mind of Jeff Fisher on a Saturday afternoon after he got done watching uh, Justice League. I know, I know. I was forced to watch it a little over four hours long. I think it's six parts broken up into six parts so it's not just uh you know and and plus i know that the of about the invention in my home that i use called the pause button and so it's a beautiful thing that you can you know pause it and do things and then get back to the movie but you're so involved in it i mean it was you know what let's go to the break room and i'll We'll talk a little bit about uh, Justice Zach, Zach Snyder's Justice League. And I watched another show this weekend, too. A little busy. Uh, busy. I went down fat hole and movie holes and just full of holes. Write your own jokes. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. That is so good. All right, before we get to uh, the Justice League, uh, let me say subscribe to Chewing the Fat, okay? Let me ask you, what are you doing with your life if you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat? If you're listening to this show right now and you are not a subscriber, then your life isn't as good as it could be. And everyone wants their life to be just a little bit better. And that's what will happen when you become a free loading subscriber to chewing the fat with jeff fisher your life will be just a little bit better and we all want that nobody likes a freeloader for those of you listening now that aren't subscribers you're just a freeloader nobody likes freeloaders okay we put those people in tent cities we don't want you in tent cities we want you to be a freeloading subscriber so subscribe to chewing the fat with jeff fisher and then you know 
you're good. Your life will be that much better. You can follow me on uh, on in, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and uh, Parlor Jeff Fisher Radio, or you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can, you know what? You should subscribe and follow me on YouTube as well. My YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And just click the little notification bell while you're there, and then you'll be notified when uh, new content gets uploaded to my YouTube channel, which happens often, by the way. Uh, So, you know, just come along for the ride. Come along for the Chewing the Fat ride, okay? Whether it's up or down or into a fat hole, come along for the ride. (laughs) So for the past, I don't know how long, I had to hear my son Maximus Zack Snyder's Justice League. He finally put it together. He finally got $70 million to put it together. Everybody's crawling. The fans were crying out, we want Zack Snyder's deal. How come he left? It wasn't the same movie. His daughter died and he couldn't do the movie. So they gave it and they did it. And they can't do this. And we're going to give it to Zack Snyder. They finally gave it to Zack Snyder. Oh, good. We hope it's going to be good. We don't know what he's going to do. He's the Zack Snyder vision of Justice League. We can't wait for it. Okay. So it was released on HBO Max in the last little bit, for those of you listening live, the 22nd of March. And I watched it this weekend. It's a little over four hours long, or four hours long, or whatever it is. It's four hours. And uh, it, uh, he's, he broke it up into six parts, I think. And uh, he said that if it was going to release in theaters, he would put an intermission in. But uh, And they also said that they couldn't, release it in a series i thought why not just do the six parts right do the six parts part one part two part three and just release it on hbo max and have us tune in each week so we don't have to sit through four hours and apparently there was some contractual arrangement that it had to be a film and if it was going to be a series broken up then it had to rewrite all the contracts so whatever so they ended up releasing the movie it was four hours long it was really good i really enjoyed it I, I thought uh, the Zack Snyder vision of Justice League was really good. Um, I would love to work with Zack Snyder. I mean, the guy is, you know, incredible. He's just amazing. Um, and so it was it was fun. It was fun to watch. And like, I'm not, you know, superheroes, and I'm over the, you know, the Batman, the super bad, Ben Affleck as, the, as Batman. And, you know, I, I like Ben Affleck, but come on. It's Ben Affleck. And so a lot of people don't like him. And you had, I mean, the lineup of people in this movie, right? You got Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gail Gadot, Ray Fisher, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, William Defoe, Jesse Eisenberg, Jeremy Irons, Diane, Di- Diane Lane, Connie Nielsen, J.K. Simmons, Clarion Hines plays Steppenwolf, who I think, um, I think was one of my favorites, at least in the beginning, because, uh, Steppenwolf is like the, you know, he works for the devil. <laughs> he works for the dark side. Okay. And uh, he's, you know, he's the one conquering. And he, he tried to, you know, become, take him over. You know, did a little mutiny a few million years ago. And he's been paying for it ever since. And so now he's, you know, he's on earth. And he's thinking that he's going to make up for it so that he can be welcomed back into you know, I could I could be with the, my man. I don't have to be stuck out here bringing down all these <laughs> all these universes. I can be back with my main man, <laughs> which is what he's fighting for, right? And so, uh, my favorite line of the and it's the very beginning, and not far from the beginning of the movie when he is uh, when he come when he takes over when he comes to Earth and he's going to take over the uh, 
take over Gail Gadot's people, the Wonder Women people. And uh, noble queen, why fight? You can't save her. You can't save anyone. That was Clarion Hines playing stuff. Well, that was awesome. Love him. And so I mean, what a great lineup! And his vision was great. It was. It was really. It was. It was. A, it was a good watch. It was definitely a good watch. If you have an opportunity to see it see it and you like you know the superheroes and the universe and you know you get the whole batman and superman thing and you know wonder woman aquaman cyborg martian man i get it was all it was all well worth it and jeremy irons of course is great william defoe i mean it's a piece of cake for him i mean he's like sawing wood for his character momoa and cavill you know get to run around with their shirts off and who doesn't want to see that right I mean, everybody wants to. Everybody wants a piece of that. <laughs> and the bad acting of Gail Gadot in Wonder Woman two uh, at least gets overshadowed in this movie because she's surrounded by everyone else. So you know, it kind of takes away from any bad acting she had left over from Wonder Woman two, which was woo, not good. And so uh, yeah, it was, it was worth a watch. And what's fun about it is that you know. While you don't want to pause it and go do other things and come back to it because you want it still in your head and want everything that's happening still in your head, but you do get an opportunity to pause it, you know, run to the bathroom, get yourself a snack, and come back, come right back to it within, you know, a few minutes. And that's not happening at a movie theater. Uh, I love you, movie theaters, not really so much anymore, but uh, that's not happening. So, um, you know, it's a good time to watch it on your own at your own home theater with your feet up and your own food. And you're just watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. Why fight? You can't save her. You can't save anyone. So then I watch Operation Varsity Blues on Netflix and I, oh, well, wait, I can't. On this show, if I say Operation Varsity Blues, I need the soundtrack. Now, how I wanted this as part of the Netflix deal. Oh. Cannon. Cannon. Tonight's episode, Operation Varsity Blues. Uh, man, I wanted that. Uh, man, I wanted that to happen. But it. It did, and I I sat through the uh, I sat through the Netflix documentary, and uh, really fascinating. There was some, you know it was interesting to see how they spun it. Um, it made me uh, yeah it was it was good. I know that look overall. Uh, I know that we talked about Lori Laughlin. Lori, Lori, Lori. Uh, you know, the headline that talked about excited to work again, but concerned about Netflix doc on College Scandal. Uh, she didn't come out looking bad at all. Uh, I mean, they they tried to spin it a lot as, you know, the rich versus the non-rich, the other people, uh, which, you know, it was rich people trying to help out their kids. I got it. And Rick Singer is the bad guy here. And it was, he should be the one that is doing uh, a lot of time and not the parents. I mean, the parents 
obviously you listen to what they said they knew they were doing something wrong and i got it and it was fraud and mail fraud i got it but it just really really strange that we had to we had to go through it and and and, and Lori did not come out as bad at all most of them are her husband who served more time than her by the way uh and is in the middle of serving his five months now he came off as the bad guy between those two uh he was the dick to the school uh guidance counselor who was trying to was like hey what's going on here and he was like i don't know f him and uh, he went to see him and uh, confront him like shut the f up (laughs) nobody cares about what you're yapping about okay school guidance counselor so zip it I mean, he came out like the, you know, like the elitist bad guy. And, you know, he's paying for it now. Man, a lot of these people, you know who was the worst, though, who came out the worst? And it's it's sad. And I feel bad for them because a, a couple of these guys and these parents, I mean, they knew. They knew. And they just were trying to help their kids. They wanted the best for their kids. And they had the money to do it, so they were doing it. And Singer, I mean, he p- prayed on their weaknesses man he did and he and he did it and, and he benefited from it but in this documentary they start off with it says you know the operation varsity blues should play the sounder here uh the college admission scandal and it talks about it's an hour and 40 minutes long and it talks about um the conversations in this film are real oh, oh okay so you right away you think oh, okay that's good they are recreations of wiretap transcripts released by the U.S. government. So, okay, the conversations are real. They're recreations of wiretap transcripts. And, you know, they've got the, the actual transcripts and they're just, you know, they're recreating them. Um, yeah, you know, some conversations have been combined or modified for time and clarity. Oh, Oh, so you changed some of it. No, we we combined or modified some conversations, you know, for time and clarity. Oh, okay. All right. No problem. And, you know, it talks about how they, you know, made this, this case uh, from the one guy to all these people. And, you know, the college people were pretty bad except for the one guy who didn't go to jail by the way the one the sailing coach at us at usc he or no stanford uh he didn't go to jail he pled guilty and he was on probation and stuff but he never got he never took any money and they tried to make it seem like he knew what he was getting paid for but the way it looked he didn't know i mean he generally assumed it was a donation to the sailing team it wasn't to him and he gave it to the university and up until this doc documentary stanford kept the money they still had three quarters of a million sitting you getting ready to use it and they the one guy even said that uh, i don't know how stanford uh you know was able to keep the keep the seven hundred seventy thousand, or and uh Oh, and then at the end of the documentary, it says, ah, Stanford gave it to, uh, you know, they're using it for something else, or they gave it away, or whatever. So, I mean, they were forced into that, or they would have kept it. The universities are really culpable in all of this. And, you know, Rick talks about, Singer, how he talks about there was, you know, there's the front door, there's the back door, and then he was using the side door, and he was using... uh, 
their admissions process and he had uh, some coaches and some admission uh, uh, professionals that were part of the university that would be able to put his people on the top of the list and it was fascinating to see how they used the uh, the loopholes and it's funny how they did the backdoor they talked about how uh, parents were giving you know a million bucks and that doesn't even move the needle <laughs> yeah no i mean you can they can give a million but well you know good luck good letting that kid in uh through the back door even even if the dad gives a million i mean you're talking about tens of millions then we move the needle then you know what build a building build a building and then give us another donation of a few you know maybe 10 million and maybe we let your kid in maybe oh okay all right but the one mother who came across looking really bad i thought was the hot pockets lady we talked about her a little bit on this show uh going down she and i forget how much time she served but she uh the conversation she had with singer about her kids oh oh like the younger daughter was the really smart one and knew what was going on and was going to ask questions but the older daughter was just dumb and didn't care (laughs) i mean wow and look no i don't want to say that now i don't you know you now i don't want to say that you know what kids are not as bright as the other kids you know what kids are not as pretty as the other kids you know you you look at a you look at a school picture and you know hey those are the good looking ones those are the ugly ones those are the fat ones those are the dumb ones you know i know we're not supposed to look like that oh, i guess in today's world we are though because it's all we care about is race and everything else but you know who they are and she, the way she was talking about her kids man oof, really bad so anyway you should watch it it was very very interesting uh i i did enjoy it matthew modine plays rick singer and uh, he's really good. I like I like Matthew. He's, he's he did a great job. I thought. And it's you know it's a recreation. I got it. And they did all these uh, news reports of Operation Varsity Blues, the largest scandal. Operation Varsity Blues. And I was hoping, man, come on, give chewing the fat a little bit of love. I would have liked to. <laughs> In the documentary, Operation Varsity Blues. <laughs> right come on now tell me you don't want to hear this in the documentary on netflix you know you do (laughs) Ah, tonight's episode operation varsity blues (sighs) okay so under the uh covid19 protocol world uh you know the cv19p that's what i'm calling it now cv19p covid19 protocols uh, we are being torn apart. You know, this country is becoming more and more divided every day. I don't have to tell you that. Look around. I mean, everywhere you turn, we're finding ways to divide us. It, and then it really has gotten amazingly out of control. Um, when it seemed like we were together and then, and we were getting closer and closer together. And wow, in the last... 12, 13 years, we have really, really been divided. I mean, it's like you hear, you know, you you get that, uh, the division started. 
And then it's like, oh, oh did that, are we starting to divide a little? Are, that, are we starting to divide? And pretty soon it's going to go all the way. And we're pretty close. We're pretty close to that. I feel, I, it feels like we're pretty close. I would like to have it turned around. I mean, you start reading stories about, and I'm not talking, let's, let's set the racial division aside. Okay. Because the racial division is, I mean, we're talking about uh, divided on race and ideology. And then now what we're going to do is we're going to go inside of that division and we're going to divide that. We're going to divide the division and we're just going to start, you know, breaking it off piece by piece. And it's, we've got to repair it quickly if we can, or it's not going to be all the king's horses and all the king's men not going to be able to put Humpty Dumpty back again. I know. But when you start looking at the COVID-19 protocols, the CV-19P, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, you just break down the stories of, uh, you know, New Yorkers are flying private with their pets because they can't get them on the plane and it's uh, there's mask wearing and everything. Well, I mean, we've done those stories. Of course they are. If they can afford it, you're flying private. Vegas is back all weekend. They said, hey, March Madness, and we've got their partying in Vegas. They've opened the pools. We saw videos of partying going on. No mask wearing. People have had enough. And this is what we talked about when President Biden spoke uh, a couple weeks ago or whenever the hell he spoke. Uh, you know, he does not. That's not where America is at, Mr. President. America is not at maybe we'll be able to go outside after July 4th. Maybe if we only do everything we're told, America's not there. America is, has had enough. America is, we're, we're moving on. We are moving on and, uh, COVID-19 CV19P be damned. And then you have Miami beach who's having the parties and the crime and people are back and things are picking up and they were used to, you know, sitting back with the stores closed and no crime and they're going to lock it back down and they're going to have, uh, they're going to have curfews and go home and we're not going to have any parties and that's it. Well, but all these other places are opening back up. Yeah, no tough. If only you do what you need to do. We can maybe get back together. Why fight? You can't save her. I mean, it's just we have we have people telling us we, that we maybe we can get together. And I mean, Texas Ranger is saying we're going to have a full capacity crowd when we open up at on opening day, right? I mean, you want that to happen. You don't want people at Texas Ranger Stadium six feet apart. They just don't. But I mean. Is it going to be the super spreader event of all time? Of course it is. Of course it is. Just like, um, you know, the super spreader event of CPAC that was a super spreader that wasn't a super spreader event. And we're all struggling mentally, and some of us, many of us physically, but mentally for sure after this lockdown and we've been working from home and now we're trying to get back to not working at home but we've got protocols the cv19p to follow and we're finding out that now uh, many businesses are like um you know you had us working like 98 hours every week because we were at home uh maybe we need to calm down a little bit oh really yeah maybe we need to just calm it down just a little bit i've got uh I've got CV19P WFH burnout, okay? 
Wait, what? Yeah, I've got burnout. Got it? Work from home. That's WFH, by the way. Uh, and we're talking about working from home causing all these breakdowns and we're ignoring problems and we're blaming the pandemic and we just can't, we just, you know, we can't blame that anymore. We've got to do something about it. Oh, okay. And what about the people who are, I mean, the, the guy that owned the Texas Roadhouse, Kent Taylor, he got COVID-19 and was struggling so much and then he killed himself this weekend. It's so sad. And people are, that's happening it's a struggle. We, I mean, America is not in the place of, if only we do what we can, we'll get back to being able to have a picnic with two people this summer. No, Mr. President, America is not there. America is not there. And we need, <sighs> call me. That's what needs to happen. You know what? Call me. And uh, then we'll. You know, we'll figure it out. Okay? You and me. You and me. Hello? Joe? Kabbalah? Is that you? So, we've been following the brackets for Morning Brew and their greatest product of all time, uh, March Madness Brackets. And, uh, you know, we were hoping for uh, maybe Instant Pot or the Zamboni to be, you know, a sleeper or duct tape. Duct tape made it to the Sweet 16. Uh, No question, but it lost out to Google Maps to hit the final four. So, I mean, we're in the we're in the. Two, four, six, elite eight. Now we go down to the final four and then we uh Uh, so you remember that we got the four categories the innovators the simply make life better legends and unsung heroes so we've got uh it's pretty predictable now as uh we'll see we've got microsoft windows uh up against google maps and uh then we have uh microsoft windows one now so we're down to the final four right yeah we're down to the final four okay so we're at the final four now that i'm looking at the brackets i'm reading it's I'm, <laughs> I mean, we're past the elite eight jeff all right we're down to the final four so the final four wow the final four we're looking at what is the how is this bracket laid out wait a second so we've got these iphone youtube iphone one that google search not for google search Coca-Cola, Lego, wow, Lego beat Coca-Cola. So there's your sleeper, is Legos, as the greatest product of all time. That's going to be the sleeper, because no way, no way Lego beats Coca-Cola as far as the greatest product of all time. Stop. So at the final four, you've got Coca-Cola up against Lego, and you've got Google Search up against Netflix. And so the winner of those goes to the finals. Um, so you're at the final four. I mean, it's looking like, uh, you know, uh, and then you've got iPhone, Google search. Wait a minute. Let me see. Where, where am I at? Google search and Netflix. And then you've got Google search, iPhone, Lego, and Microsoft. Yeah, okay. So Microsoft Windows up against Lego, iPhone, and Google search. So it's probably going to be, you know, Google search up against Microsoft Windows, right? 
And uh, really, Google search wins that. I mean, that's a good choice, and that's probably one of the greatest products of all time. Whether you you know you like them or not, uh, there's no question that Google search is it. And I mean, you look at all the stuff underneath Google search. Uh, yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> hello, uh, Google is the Google is it. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but I'm pretty sure. And I, you know, I was rooting for Zamboni to be the, uh, you know, to be the sleeper through the whole thing, which would have been great if they, you know, at least make it to the final four. The Zamboni, but Zamboni got kicked out early. It was very sad, very sad, but now nah, very sad, very sad. Time for Wapner. Uh, you got to name that movie. Uh, so you got iPhone up against Google Search. A Microsoft Windows up against Lego. So you got a, you know, Lego was in the Legends. Uh, so I mean, Microsoft Windows was what from the Unsung Heroes? No way. Microsoft Windows from the Unsung Heroes? Where was that? Is that right? They put Microsoft Windows in the Unsung Heroes? Yeah, they did. Wow. Whatever. It's going to be Google Search. No way. iPhone beating Google Search? No way. No way. Can't happen. Speaking of no way. Uh, you know, I was reading a uh, an article from Dear Deidre in The Sun. Uh, the Sun, UK. And, uh, you know, people, it's like, you know, Ann Landers, Dear, whatever, whatever their name. Whoever, whatever article or website you write for advice, people send in letters. And some of them you believe that it's true. I don't know that I but I think that a lot of them are you know, like the forums from, uh, you know, the pornography magazines. I never thought it could happen until it happened to me. Uh-huh. And so this story, I think, is one of those stories that, <laughs> no way, it can't be real, right? So, dear Deidre, I've been seeing a really impressive man who I thought might be a keeper, but I'm questioning everything now, and I worry he is sexually deviant. He keeps suggesting I make porn with a friend and that I should try being an escort. Okay, well, let me stop you right there for just a second, okay? <laughs> that's called a pimp. <laughs> that's not that's not a boyfriend. That's not a husband. Uh, that's called a pimp. All right, if he wants you to make porn and sleep with his friends, that's a pimp. Because it comes down to, yeah, whoever pulls up in this car, that's a friend of mine. You're going to go with him. Make me some money, okay? Now, according to this, they've been together for two years. I never met anyone like him. Uh, we've been together when he was on holiday in America. I loved his style. He always dresses great. He stays in the very best hotels. Yeah, like I said, a pimp. And so now she says in this uh, in this uh, in this article that I guess is her letter to Dear Deidre that she and her daughter were thinking about moving to the U.S. to be with him. And she started, uh, and that's when he started asking questions like, you know, you need to sleep with my friend, you need to do this. And so she's concerned about that. And she doesn't know how old he is. She claims that she's caught him in a couple of lies and, you know, what have you. So if you believe that this is true, which I don't, uh, Deidre, 
of course, gives great advice. He's definitely not a man to be trusted. You know enough about him to set alarm bells ringing, and the loudest one has to be when he talks about your daughter like this. I guess it, it, he mentioned that uh, uh, we talked about her and her daughter. And, oh, it says here, yeah, oh, it would be okay to be naked around my seven-year-old daughter. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's called a pimp, okay? He's not your boyfriend, uh, if he's talking about pornography and prostitution, that's your pimp. Now, if you want to be with the pimp, go ahead. I'm not. Who am I to judge? If you want to be with your pimp boyfriend and he'll treat you nice until you come home with less money than he wants or you tell your daughter to go away when he wants your daughter around, then, you know, and, but you still love him. He's still really just a nice guy. And look at him. He dresses so nice. And we always stay at the best hotels. And life is just wonderful. Life is just grand. So I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Dear Deidre, I never thought this would happen until it happened to me. I met a girl who I was in love with. And she kept saying to me, hey, you should sleep with my friends and do pornography. And I said, stop it. I just thought you were my, my perfect woman. And she said, no, uh, I am your perfect woman, but I want you to do pornography, and it's okay to be naked around your children, okay? Hey, uh, dear Deidre, uh, the answer is no. Uh, how about... Uh, <laughs> 